Fear and over-preparing. I was writing about the masks. And over-preparing or all the prep stuff. Or we can fear that any preparation is a lack of faith. It's a crazy season, wasn't it? As I said last week, I washed my hands before this thing showed up, but there's nothing wrong with taking precautions as long as it isn't out of fear. I don't mind reflecting back. It was a tough time for all of us, man. I've had victory over allergies, and sometimes after fighting and praying, I reach up for an antihistamine. No guilt, no condemnation. I just needed to be able to function. I want to be honest. I'm growing in my faith, too. I'm learning to fight. I'm also learning who to fight. Alexander Dowie received a revelation, Acts chapter 10, verse 38. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power. We're talking about kingdom power today because we're going to see it. And how he went about doing good and healing all, let's say all, healing all who were pressed by the the devil, for God was with him. Let's just say this morning, God is with us. We're going after healing. And we're going to see the oppression of the devil broken off of lives today. Amen. We're going to see sickness flee. Amen. We're going to see spirits leave. It's just going to be, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. You know, after Alexander Dowie received that revelation, the, the plague, uh, there was a plague that had hit and uh, someone had died in the congregation. And after the Lord gave him that revelation, a healing movement broke out that impacted this nation. It broke out. Healing all who were oppressed by the devil. We have a common enemy today, and it's the devil. He's a liar, whether he projects the sickness on us or, or, you know, or he exploits a fallen world full of germs and viruses. Can we talk about that too? The lie of the enemy is that a virus or a sickness is a natural thing. It was caught by my lack of this or my lack of that or me doing this or me doing that. It was caught by my lack of hand washing or a person sneezing on me. Uh, doesn't mean we shouldn't wash our hands. <laughs> we should. From a scientific perspective, you could, kind of, you could say that's true, right? You could. But we have to be careful to hear and see the lie here. The lie is that sickness is a natural thing to a believer. I just don't believe it is. I do not believe it is. We have to be careful. Disease is not natural to a believer. He took our infirmities, all of them, on the cross, didn't he? We're a new creation in Christ Jesus. And ensured by this, that as he took our infirmities to the cross... that we as Christians no longer have to see sickness as a normal part of our Christian life. I believe that. I'll stand here believing it. And some of you may be not believing that. But would you just join with me in a common enemy? And that's the devil. Wherever your theology is on, on healing. Today, we're going after the devil. 
after some people who have been messed with in our body. And they're in serious shape. And I'm going to describe the situations here in a minute and what we're going to go after. So I'm going to ask this question. Who has a testimony? Let's get about 10 of them. So go ahead and come up. I see about 10 hands. Awesome. Guys, go ahead and come up. And so we're just going to take about a minute each, if we could. Could we do this? Whether it inspires you, excites you, whether you're in or just sitting, would you just join with me every time someone shares a testimony? I want to stand to our feet, and I want to shout to our king and thank him for the healing that's happening. Amen? All right, let's go. So five years ago, I was diagnosed with, I had lung, lung obstructions in both lungs. So tw- I lost 25% of the capacity of my lungs. Um, and I got to apologize to you because I told Pastor Phil that, but I told him not to share it with anybody because I didn't want people feeling sorry for me. Um, so, and that's very, very wrong, Okay. But anyhow, um, so for three years, I was fighting this, but for three years, my wife, several intercessory teams from different churches to include this body prayed for me. Two years ago, I went into the doctor because I had to go in every year and they did the scan, you know, the CT scan and they, they, they did that. And the doctor came into my room that I was at after he viewed the newest one. And he said, have you ever seen him? And I said, no, I pay attention to it. And so he showed me three years worth. And at that time, I was going every like quarter for three years. And he showed me all of those. And there they were. And then he said, uh, I want to show you the last one. And he showed me the last one. And there was absolutely nothing there. And so, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my healing. But also in the same respect, this same doctor looked at me and said, I cannot understand how this is. I I don't understand it. Here it is for three years. And now I see absolutely nothing. And it gave me the opportunity to look at the doctor and says, you might not know what it is, but I do. I know that a body of believers was praying for me and I received healing from God that you can't explain. So I, I just tell you, you know, hey, God is good and he will heal you. So um, when I got saved years ago, um, one of the things that I realized in healing and stuff like that was, um, and God actually showed up in my life. It was really interesting. He showed up very real. Um, But one of my first encounters with him that I realized he was actually a real God. He wasn't just a book that you read. He wasn't just, you know, a religion um, because I grew up with a lot of religion. Um, So there was a lot of that. And so I was very far from God. I was an atheist. 
Um, but I had my first miracle and that uh, God just struck this, my ex-boyfriend at the time. He was my boyfriend back in the presence of God. When he got up, he was delivered from bipolar, schizophrenia, and all kinds of stuff. From that point on, I knew from that point on that God could do anything. I have stood by that in faith. When I pray for people, I have stood on that. Um, when I saw the scripture in the, the Bible that says, you know, pray in faith, you know, like a child, um, I have often prayed just like that. I have seen, there's a girl named Elizabeth. Uh, her last name starts with a V and stuff like that. I remember praying for her years ago at a prayer house. And she had a back injury that she had when she, uh, we were at a prayer house that she couldn't dance anymore. And people were praying for her and nothing was happening. And I remember the Lord telling me, he said, there's a heart issue attached to this. And so I started praying for her about the heart issue that was attached to this. And immediately she got a healing. So. Come on. Bipolar, schizophrenia, back healed. Mine's not so much about a specific healing as it is to um, say that that the atmosphere around you can can um, cause healing to happen just pretty much in the snap of a finger. Um, I work in uh, Kids in the Kingdom every other Sunday, and on more than one occasion, I have gone up there with a sore joint, you know, back pain, uh, sinus, whatever. And um, sometimes it has just been in worship. It goes away. Doesn't come back. Goes away. Doesn't come back. And um, there have been times, and this is the really precious part. There have been times that um, Pastor Paul has asked the kids to um, pray for me. And it is just so absolutely precious how they just, just almost flock to me and um and just just pray and just ask papa to do it and um so my encouragement is that if you ever have the opportunity to be prayed for by a child do not pass it up Well, I believe in healing 10,000, 10,000, 10,000 percent, and I believe that we're to walk in a life of healing, a life of victory, because that's what the Word says. And so when I see or feel anything that come up on me um, that is contrary to that, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, devil, you are not going to bring that on because that's an offense to me of what the Lord Jesus did on the cross. And so when daily, daily, we, we have those things come upon us. We live in this evil world. We live in this uh, environment that no matter what, I mean, you can walk into a room and feel that flu symptoms. You can walk, you know. And so when those things happen, we, um, when we're aware and in tune with Holy Spirit, then we can call those things out and we can, you know, name them. And so I literally could talk for the next three, 30 hours probably on healings. Um, I, I, from carpal tunnel, sitting at the piano one day, I'm like, it's gone. And from being in a communion service, a rotator cuff, it was gone. I couldn't raise my arm any higher than this. Um, from healings where walking through personally um, and it just it's, it's just me and God 
and, you know, not telling anyone else. I walked, I was sent to have extensive uh, further tests last year, and the, you know, it had cancer to do with it, and walking through that and coming against the, the mind things that come, and knowing what the scripture says, that my thoughts, my thoughts as long, you know, in, in Mark 11, 22, 23, I'm talking about what are my, what am I thinking I have to turn those thoughts, and so yeah, was it was there some torment going in? But immediate, yes, there was. But immediately, it's just like, but God, you are a healer. Don't don't even entertain those things, enemy. You will not be allowed in my heart, my mind, my spirit, my soul to to entertain those thoughts and those feelings. And so anyway, yeah, I went through that. The doctor's visits over and over and over. And praise God, that was, that was completely gone. It was healed just a few weeks ago. My foot, out of nowhere, I twisted it. And um, like 10 hours later, it starts hurting. That doesn't even make sense to me. But it felt like a broken bone. And I could not even, I, I could not even walk on it. But I had to get out of work. I had to get home. And <laughs> Bruce was like, he didn't have a car to come get me. It was in the shop. He's like, I'll get an Uber. I'm like, I'll make it out some way. I thought I was going to have to crawl. I thought I was going to have to get in my wheelie chair, get down the elevator, and get over to my car. Anyway, somehow I made it home. And all I knew is I had to get to get there. But anyway, for two hours, you know, we prayed in the spirit and we prayed. And we prayed for every, we prayed for Ukraine. We prayed for um, those who were being molested. We prayed for, you know, we, we just named and prayed for everyone else. Because when Job was sick, what he did is he prayed for his friends. And so we just called out healing into all sorts of different lives. Two hours, the, faint, the pain finally lifted. And um, like I said, I could talk forever and I'm trying to keep it under a minute. And so I'm talking real fast. So anyway, um, I had, because I did it at work, I had to go and have x-rays and so forth, but I was able to walk. Anyway, I, as I looked at those x-rays and the doctor said, uh, I said, is anything wrong? He says, I expected to put you on, in, on, in a boot, on a wheel thing with crutches, something. And he says, there is nothing wrong. My foot was swollen. It looked horrible. And he says, there is, he goes, I don't understand it. He says, that foot looks bad, but he's like, there's nothing wrong with it at all. <laughs> and so praise God. I work at a hospital and I pray for healing a lot because um, I feel like we're supposed to. I feel like it's part of what we're called to do. And I would say that one of the most miraculous healings that I've seen um, was a patient and he was on hospice and he was not doing well and he was not within his right mind. And when I went to work that morning and I entered on the unit, the nurse giving report to me said, you've got the patient in such and such room, he's a handful. And I said, okay, you know, and I, I went into the room and this man is, he's not there. Like he's not within his, his right mind. He's spitting, he's cursing, he's flailing on the bed. He has what we call a sitter. So a sitter or a PSA, a patient safety advocate, is somebody who watches the patient to be sure that they don't harm themselves or others. This is how upset this man is. He doesn't know where he is, he's hallucinating. We see this in the hospital sometimes, right? And the Lord said, go. And the nurses were like gowning in PPE, personal protective equipment. So you have like gowns and goggles and because he's spitting everywhere, right? 
And God said, get in there. And I'm like, here we go. <laughs> right? And the nurse is like, Jade, what are you doing? Jade, don't go in there. And I'm like, God. You know, and I go into the room, and I just start praying and internally. And I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm just going to call him Robert. And I said, well, hi, Robert. I'm your nurse today. He starts cursing me. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm not in the hospital. Okay, Robert. You know, and just keep praying. Um, and I said, well, I'm here to help you. He goes, well, you can't help me. You're not here to help me, you know. And I said, no, I am. And I had some medicine. It was time to give him um, some medicine. I said, I got your medicine here. And, you know, and the sitter is like, I, I, she's in the corner. Like, I can't believe you're standing next to him and he's not, like, abusing you. And I'm like, me neither, <laughs> you know. Um, but I'm just scared to death, but I'm just praying, just, you know, like, God, get through to him. God, get through to him. And I said, well, I'm going to pray for you just so you know, Robert. And he was like, don't you pray for me. And I was like, I'm gonna. And uh, so <laughs> you can't stop me. So anyways, I was like, okay, Robert, well, just so you know, I'll be praying for, for you. Don't you do it. You know, and that whole shift, I would walk by his room and I would pray. I would just speak in tongues and just go down the hall, enter his room for something else and just pray, you know, and just speak it into being. And I, I was kind of discouraged because I wasn't seeing it just right then. Um, but I would just pray and just pray, you know. The next morning, so I go home. He's been quieter, but he's still, you know, not, not really well. The next morning I get there, and there is a different man in that bed. <laughs> and my nurse's aide says, what did you do to Robert? And I said, I prayed. That's all I did. All day yesterday I prayed. And the nurse that, that gave him to me who had him the night before said, I don't know what changed, but something has changed. And I walked in that room, and I said, well, good morning, Robert. And he looks at me, and he says, oh, good morning. And I'm like, whoa, you know. And he says, um, who, who was that man last night? And I'm in nurse mode, so I'm like, well, I don't know. There was someone in your room last night, you know. I mean, I'm not in like, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about nursing, you know, and making him better and whatnot. And I said, well, I don't know. Did you have, like, a really good sitter or somebody last night? And he was like, that man, I have to talk to him again. Where, what, where is he? And I said, I don't know. I'll, I'll go look. I'll go find him. And so I called the nursing operations. Who was the sitter last night? And they said it was a little bitty tiny girl. And I'm like, oh, well, he says there was a man last night. And I go back in. I said, Robert, can you describe him? And he said he was in white. And he was tall. And he told me who I was. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it was Jesus. You know, <laughs> and uh, anyways, he he came back into his to his right mind and ended up um, discharging within the next week. So it was amazing. Right. I was praying. I said, God, what do I say first? He said, by his stripes, we are healed. I was healed. I remember back one, one time, and I was working as a bricklayer, going down old highway WW. And that was before they straightened it out. And uh, come around this corner, and I was upset. And my pickup that my dad was driving hit the corner rolled, started to roll into the ditch. 
I just reached up and I said, Jesus, and the seat was right here. And he picked up the truck and put it right back in the right lane. I said, Lord, you are powerful. You are God. When I was married, we used to say, when was the first time that you realized that Jesus was real? And I used to talk about that in our, in our small group meetings that we used to do. And then God used us in a powerful way. And uh, now I'm thinking now, you know, I've been through so many things. Oh, he, he, he healed me of bipolar. I'm healed. I accept it. He healed me of an aneurysm that I had in my brain. A small bleeder that was causing pressure. I went to the uh, hospital four different times. And finally, after four CAT scans, they said, we're going to do an emergency brain surgery. Had the best two doctors in town. And I said, read me Psalms 91 before I go in. And the Lord meant that I'm walking, I'm talking, and I'm alive. Every day I say to one guy, are you alive? Now, he doesn't know what that means. And I tell him, I'm alive. Because, see, Jesus is deep in me now. And I know that I know that I know that God has healed me of so many other things. I could go on for a long, long, long time. He's given me met every need I've ever had in the past year and a half. You know, I've got shelter, food. I'm in a good place. But the Lord knew that. You know, I slept on the street in, in a rainstorm underneath Toys R Us. And I was on the street and it was raining. It was cold. And God was speaking to my heart. And he said, you don't have to live like this. You know? So just remember, whatever it is, God is the all-powerful God. See your testimony. All right, let's uh, have everybody come up. We're going to do some rapid fire here. Uh, worship team, if you want to start making your way back up on the stage. Thank you, Father. He's so good. So uh, we're just going to go down the line and just share the healing that God did. And then uh, we're going to hold uh, until the very end once we hear all the testimonies. And so I, I know there's a story with each of these, but we, we really, the Holy Spirit's just pressing that we press in here for some very specific people. So... Is everyone good with that? Let's roll. He healed me of uh, num the number seventh rib was broken. Uh, and that night, uh, it was a Wednesday night, we had Bible study. And it happened the same day uh, that this here incident happened. I went to service uh, and I uh, 
I uh, cried all the way down the stairs going down and Rose was saying you should stay up and I go no I'm not letting Satan have a foothold up on me and that uh, I came into the what do you call it sat down stood over there and I'm worshiping and all of a sudden I feel all these here uh, hands upon me and um, uh, I felt all the pain was gone and I was healed wow. that day. Amen. Amen. The, the same day. I'm going to change it. Sorry. Yeah, let's just clap. I cannot. It's a testimony. What was I saying? Yeah. <laughs> when Pastor Phil said, do you have a testimony? I, I didn't think about coming up. But the Lord said, yes. My name needs to be praised. You all need to hear. You all have testimonies. And he wants to hear them. He wants to hear him. He wants to know that you hear from him and will do it. Well, in 220, I had a pacemaker put in because uh, it, my, it was like I was a big jogger all the time, 180. It was just crazy. So it lasted two years. So February the 15th, 2022, I got a brand new pacemaker. This one, the other one had two wires. This one's got three. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is in me now. That's my new pacemaker. Yes. I want you guys to stay up here. Thank you, Jesus. So it's funny because he told me to put them down in bullet points. So the first one is um, I had a tubal pregnancy several years ago, and it ripped. The doctor said he'd never seen a tube rip and the person live. And I had so much pain, and I said, God, I don't know what it is, but you do, and all the pain left. And I'm alive today because of God. The second one is I had a ruptured disc, and every time I took a breath, it felt like you were driving a, a knife in my back. And God healed it, no surgery. Wow. And so when I went to Brazil, he said, I want you to go after what the church calls hard. Because there isn't categories in healing with God. And so last week, I had a woman call that her mother was in for stage cancer, and they had just called the family in. And um, three of us got together, and we went to the courts of heaven, and we asked God, what do you want us to pray? And she rallied, and she's doing really well today. The last one is, this week I got a call from a grandmother. Her two-year-old grandson had E. coli, and it had settled in his kidneys, and he was not able to have any output and they'd put him on a dialysis machine, and she called and said, would you pray? And we prayed again and asked God, how do you want us to pray? What do you want us to declare? And I got a message Thursday that his kidney output is great. He's off dialysis. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus! Yeah. Jesus! Oh, Jesus. Well, glory to Jesus. I'll make it real quick, and my wife will testify that I don't need to make it quick. Worship is where your miracles are at. I had three back surgeries, couldn't get out of trucks in construction work. I was working for a ministry in Branson, in a meeting, revival, people by the hundred getting healed. And I was worshiping, two angels showed up, zapped me for whatever they had in their hands. I went out, and I got up. 
Now I've been praying for people and they've been getting totally healed. Yeah, come on. So if you want something that's already been provided, he just wants you to give him the adoration and the praise of what he's already done on the cross. Because the devil's a liar telling you anything else. It's not a work, it's a love. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, probably about three years ago, me and an older lady from home church was looking for a prophetic church. And I thought, well, we'll Google something. Well, DSSM came up. So we came up one night, and it's changed a lot of lives, not just mine. But I'm thankful that it is changing mine. You know, faith sees faith. Faith desires faith. Faith is creative. We are to desire these things to help other people. And also, my last, last comment, on Ascend Night, there was a young lady here who I came, and I would encourage you to come to Ascend Night. It's wonderful worship. She spoke exactly what was wrong with my shoulder. Desire spiritual gifts that we may love one another and help heal one another. The body prays for the body. And, and I do love this church. Amen. Amen. What happened to your shoulder? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I felt nudged and compelled. My testimony is more that of an emotional healing. Um, and I know that that's just as important because it often affects the physical. Um, when I was seven years old, I was sexually abused by um, an adult cousin. And my parents were baby Christians at the time, so they were not um, as you know emotionally mature is what a child with that situation would need and so they advised me to never talk about it never tell anybody about it sorry <laughs> I guess I am but yeah. um, I struggled in my teen years from uh, sort of flashbacks and trauma responses constantly and to the point where I was like replaying the event like a movie over and over again and I couldn't escape it every time I saw something that reminded me of it. And so I started to become suicidal and just really wanted that torture to end. And so I called out to God one night when I was about 15 or 16 and I could just sense the demonic presence in my room that was torturing me and I called out to God for healing and um, ever since then I just felt like washed over completely wow. and I've never had that trauma response ever again wow. since then so yeah. yes wow okay so I get really nervous about speaking so but I felt the nudge come up here come up here um, when I was younger you know, God, not God, the devil would try to take me out. And I think everybody in this place, the devil has. And years later, I ended up being diagnosed with severe scoliosis in my lower back. I went to church, and this man called me out, and he says, someone here is dealing with severe scoliosis right in their lower back. I went up there. My mom was, I was a minor, so that my mom was right there next to me. And from here to where this podium is, the pastor, after he prayed for me, said, did you feel anything? And I said, yeah, I felt your hand upon my back. And he goes, I never even touched you. I felt God's hand, a man's hand upon my lower back, the warmth, the love, the compassion. And then the next day I came 
went back to the doctor and they did an x-ray and they said, it's gone. It's not severe, it's mild. But the fact is, I think God is trying to show everybody that, you know what, he's not only trying to heal you, but he's trying to give you a deep encounter with him. And he wants you to not be hindered by these pain and discomfort that you're feeling. He wants you to be go forth into what he has called you to do. Lord's just got another encounter for you. Ladies, could you just gather around her? I just feel like there's there's something else. Would you guys pray for her? The reason I have the people up here, and I know there are a few more of you, uh, while we're worshiping, I just invite those that have shared testimonies. If you want to lay on the stage, if you want to get find a position, if you want it, to, it's not going to be a fast song, but if you just want to get, just I, I just invite those that have shared testimonies, just 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 walk around the stage, just just come down. But uh, before you do. Let's, let's all go get our, uh, uh, our communion because we're going to take communion together. So let's just get our communion. John Schiffbauer's condition has gotten much worse. Dr. John is such a friend of this house. Uh, Leanne's going to have to actually move back to Kentucky to be with family there. We're lifting up John Schiffbauer today. Uh, he has a very rare uh, uh, disease, but it just... Uh, it, it's stealing his mind. It's, it's, stealing, uh, it's stealing his faculties, his understanding. It's stealing his memory. And, uh, and, and, and the course for this kind of thing is, it is not, it, it's not a good outcome. But I want to go after John. I want to go after the longest standing member of this worship team, Larry Calloway, who's actually served on this stage for 17 plus years. I was just over there. Hospice has been called to the house. And I have permission, I have permission to tell you what's going on there because I, I asked Stacy for permission last night. The, the cancer has spread through his organs, it's in his lungs, it's in his bones, it's, his gallbladder's collapsed, it's, in, it's completely taken over his liver. Um, he has turned yellow. Um, he needs a miracle. And I was there with hospice yesterday. I want to stand for Larry Calloway. Would you stand with me? I want to stand for John Schiffbauer. I want to stand for Brian Goodman, who has throat cancer right now. And I know I could say so many more in this body that we can stand for. But I just want to go after this. I, I'm going to ask just a couple buckets out on the edges here. Could, uh, could we all just grab our communion cups? A couple buckets just out on the edge there. I just want to bless the Callaways right now. I want to pour into Larry and Stacy's house. I'm sick of this thing. I'm sick of cancer. I'm sick of the effect of what it's doing. I want to go after this thing. I want to go after this thing. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power and how he went out about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. We're going to sing a really special song. It's called Raise a Hallelujah. And this was a song that came out of an intercession for, for a boy at Bethel who was uh, in critical condition, life and death situation, and he was completely healed. This is also the song that I sang at my sister's funeral when she, was, when she passed away uh, three years ago now. This is the song we sang. And this is the song I want to come together to sing for Larry Calloway for Brian Goodman, for John Schiffbauer, 
And there are so many others in our body that need healing. And I'm sorry, I just don't keep going with that. Would you come forward right now? We're going to fight and we're going to contend. I'm going to ask this. I know it's 1156. Those testimonies were important. If you need to get your children, just go get them and come back. This is what I want us to do. I want, while we're worshiping this song, and worship team too, if you need to take breaks and just stop, I want us to take communion as the Lord leads you to. We know what the body is and we know what the blood is. So as we're worshiping, get in a couple, uh, I'm not asking you necessarily get in groups, but as we worship, take communion together. Now I'm going to ask the body forward. If you're a guest with us, please don't feel any pressure. But can we come together as a community and we just rally with this song and we rally for those members of our body? Thank you, Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed from the devil. That's why we're coming together. Come on forward. Come on forward. Come on forward. Let's, let's come forward. Let's just pack in the altars. We're doing this as a community, a family, and I want you to lift up a hallelujah for those in our body that are sick. And there's a point in this worship song, you just take communion yourself. You know what to do. But come on, let's press in. Begin to press in the name of Jesus. Let's go to the courts of heaven. Come on, as the Lord begins to show you stuff. For Larry Calloway, a precious pillar of dayspring. Brian Goodman, a precious pillar of dayspring. John Schiffbauer, as the Lord brings to your mind a loved one, let's rally for them. Come on, let's war for them. Come on, let's go after this. And like I said, there's no dismissal today. If you need to get your kids, you just come back. Let's communion on our own here.
All right. Samuel. Sandra and Samuel. Samuel, come on up here. Come on. Whoever was around him, come on up here. Boys, come on up here. I want you to get around. Samuel, And I, I want you to go ahead and uh, do the offering for us, okay? You, you, I mean, the communion. Do you know how to do that? Yeah. You do. I want you to lift up and I want you to break them, okay? As you do it, I'm voice around him. I pray that you would be healed, Samuel. Plead the blood of Jesus over you. And that anything you're having trouble with, physically or mentally or spiritually, that you would just be released from it. No more problems anymore. For the rest of your life. And I pray for Larry that in this moment when he is losing his life that you will come and you will restore him yes so that Samuel will not be alone thank you Jesus Thank you for the body that you broke for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank okay, you, Jesus. you may eat the bread. Thank you for your blood that was poured out on the cross. Thank you that we today can know that we are loved by you. We can be restored because of what you lost that day. You may drink. You guys hang up here. Let's go. It's Brian. Just reach your hands out. Brian Goodman. Thank you, Father. Healing over Brian Goodman. Healing over Larry. Healing over John in Jesus' name. All right, come on. Let's go after it again. We raise a hallelujah. Let's raise a hallelujah. You want to come up and dance? You want to jump? Whatever you want to do.
let's just uh, let's point out our hands towards Jonathan and Jesse. Jonathan has been uh, gone through some successive heart surgeries with not great success, uh, more complications, more issues. His body doesn't, he doesn't even know what his body is going to do on a given day. Holy Spirit, to stretch out the Holy Spirit, we just say enough is enough. Enough is enough. Lord, we just thank you for the complete healing of Jonathan. Thank you for what you've done. We just call in the complete healing, Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing over his life. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. 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 Hey, Samuel. I'm over at the drum cage behind you. Come over here, buddy. For those of you who don't know Samuel, this is Larry's son. This is Larry Calloway's son, man. Just reach out your hands towards him, and I'm going to ask him. that you have made Samuel whole. Jesus, that's your desire. Lord, I thank you. I think we just release wholeness and healing, Lord, as he, as he just puts his focus to you, Jesus. We thank you for this wholeness healing in his body right now. In Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Come on. Come on. One, one more time, church. One more time, church. Let's just raise up that hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We raise a hallelujah, Jesus. We raise a hallelujah, Jesus. And I'm, I'm going to sing in the middle. Come on, lift up your voices. We don't need the drums. <laughs> louder and louder. Come on, instruments, let's lift up our voices. How can the ashes hope will arise? Death is defeated. King is alive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's lift up a shout to the Lord. Jesus, you are our king. You are our healer. You are our healer, Jesus. You are our healer, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for when we come together as one and where we lay aside our differences. We lay aside those hindrances and those obstacles and those things that are meant to distract us. 
Lord, the devil's purpose with Christians is to keep them out of the will of God. But Lord, I just thank you in Jesus' name that we are a people set for one purpose, that your name would be glorified. Your name would be glorified, that the holiness of God would be seen through us to the world around us. Lord, as we declare your great name, as we declare your great name, I'd ask this in this place, if you, if you are in this place and you don't know Jesus, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, would you just come on, would you just come on down front? Kyle, will you stick your hand up? Kyle, can you stick your hand up? If you don't know the Lord, come see Kyle and he's friendly and he's, and, and he's approachable. Come and see Kyle because there is an opportunity, an encounter for you to know the Lord. Uh, just ask the healing teams, go ahead and come up. Uh, let's get the ministry teams up. Uh, if you need healing in your body, uh, if you need deliverance, oh man, if, if you have been uh, uh, hit by the enemy, just slapped in the face, just punched, got punched, it's time, it's time, it's time. We're going to stand with you. And we're going to see that just broken in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, we just thank you, Father. You are good. You are good. You're welcome to go. If you're a guest with us, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't got your kids yet, just bless the children's workers as you go over. But come on down. We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Come on. Yeah, we got, come on, kids. Let's sing together. <laughs>